That's ha. That's so cool. <laughs> so with that, welcome to the show. We're I'm Spencer. Got Jono and Gordon here with us. Hey y'all. Uh, it's been a while. So hey, thank you for sticking sticking it out. As the late great band Stained would say, it's been a while. <laughs> so with that, let's talk about some some stuff. Gordon. So biggest break news uh we have the i honestly can't even remember his name because he's not even worth thinking about but some golf reporter from cbs decided to talk about memphis in a shitty way um and as you know Mm. all memphians must respond to all negative press about memphis uh it's in the chart so uh yeah jano you have the do you have the tweet up in front of you yeah, I pulled the tweet up. I just, uh, I just want to go and and make a disclaimer that that this is like uh, this is outrage journalism it, here. What we're oh, doing? Okay, we're, we're just riling up. I don't know. I also just want to go on record and say before we're taping, Jono and Gordon started talking about the the golf gate, as they were calling it. We were. They're not, but now it's branded officially as this is golf, golf gate. gate. Right, so, so as probably most of our listeners know, Golfgate happened uh, a few days ago, <laughs> July 20th. Um, some guy by the name of Kyle Who? Porter... Uh, exactly. Isn't he a bit character in Friday Absolutely. Night Lights? 100% he was. <laughs> like, you don't have to know he what... looks like you know, one from his thumbnail. Right? Like, that dude has a jaw like, a jawline that says, Generations of tobacco have been chewed by my dude, bloodline. strong side linebacker, for sure. Had to be. be. Heritage, not hate flag on the back of his truck. To be fair, he is a golf reporter, so So, yes, there's only one. There's only one. We might be hitting the nail on the head right there, dude. Okay, so I was thinking about just like golf in general pisses me off for a number of reasons. Before we get into this, like, what does he also think that it's just a waste of public resources and public space? But please, Spencer. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so that's basically it. And what I was thinking about is, like, if you go to a public golf... Like, golf inherently is, like, an exclusionary sport. Blah, blah, blah. If you go to a public golf course, like, cool, public park. But you're really going there thinking, man, it'd be nice to only be around other rich people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, even a public municipally owned golf course, you're still trying to remove yourself from the riffraff. You know what I mean? Hashtag, yes, all golfers. (laughs) I feel like, like... It's also true that just in the game of golf, I don't golf very much, but, like, when you're golfing, you have to give anybody, like, everyone has to stay, like, greater than, like, 200 feet away from you, right? Like, nobody else can get anywhere close to you. It's not like a public park where people just kind of walk around. It's like mine. It's a game of people who are (laughs) shitty at sharing. (laughs) Anyway, tell me about this Kyle Porter. (laughs) Anyway, golf, the beautiful game. Um, <laughs> reporter Kyle Porter, uh, he reported on uh, the other day. So he, he has a photo of this uh, alleged golf course by a sea. Very okay. small beach and a sea. Uh, and he tweeted, Imagine how jarring it's going to be to go to Memphis, Tennessee for a golf tournament next week. Yeah. The implication being that, uh, like, if you play golf by the sea and then you go play golf in Memphis, you will be jarred. Okay. 
couple things here. <laughs> Looking at a picture of Kyle Porter oh, right good. now, this dude does not brush his teeth. <laughs> this dude has perpetually horrible smelling oh, breath Jesus. from which he utters horrible sounding takes. <laughs> As someone who's dabbled in golf, and not good at golf, but dabbled in it, the elements are a factor, right? For sure. When you're by the ocean, what comes off the ocean? Mist. That's difficult. Or- Wind. It's it's crazy. Where do people go parasailing on the water because of the amount of wind that's coming off of the ocean? That's just simple, you know, ocean oceanomics. <laughs> and Memphis has no Take water. It has a Mississippi sure. River. It like what? It's it's tranquil. It's quiet. It's going to be eighty degrees it's, in July, guys. What oh is God. going on? Uh, yeah, it's going to be beautiful here. It is beautiful here right now. What? So. A, what else did did he elaborate? Did no. he like dig himself no, out of a hole? He, 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 he mostly got ratioed. Like, I don't know. Pe- yeah, people were like, uh, "Hey, man, the tournament is for finding a cure to cancer." I mean. What a and, piece and of then, shit, and, dude! And then he, and then he was just like, I think he was just like, yeah, I know. Like, obviously, I don't like cancer, <laughs> but <laughs> so I, I know we just threw a bunch of red meat to our our gen- gigantic listener base, uh, but like, I, can we not? Can we not do the this golf tournament is curing cancer in kids? Like, can we not do that, please? <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I mean. I'm, Okay, wait. So did you re- did you hear? So I'm on his Twitter right now. Kyle Porter did a thing with Gary Parish quote, and it was fun. We talked about my tweet and the golf and why Cat isn't playing. I wore a Tony Allen jersey. Good times, and I appreciate JP GP having me on. Yeah, is I think is wearing a Tony welcome. Allen jersey publicly like the nerfest, the easiest apology to offer the city of Memphis? Yes, one hundred percent. It's it's just <laughs> like I get it. He he like went to his PR team and he's like, guys, what do I gotta do? This this didn't happen because obviously this isn't a huge deal to him and and also or like, in general. <laughs> what? In general. Spencer, how could you? Oh, uh, let like, me be clear. Uh, but like, Calkins Calkins called off the dogs early. Jeff Calkins tweeted like, hey everybody, let's give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Like, uh, this is obviously like a beautiful Irish city by the sea, so. It's, yeah, no uh, shit. Easy to kind of pick on Memphis, I guess. To be fair, though, like a golf course is a golf course, kind of. It's not like you're going to like. It's like you're saying. It's not like you're going to the natural beauty of Ireland. Like it is some of the natural beauty, but yeah. what would it be like if there wasn't a golf course there? It would be actual golf natural beauty. Are, yeah, probably golf a lot more birds. Are, probably, and you know, other good things too, like leprechauns. I guess that's not Scotland. Sure. I, is it Scotland you know, or Ireland? I, I'm also... I thought it was Ireland. Yeah, okay, I thought it was cool. Ireland So too. I walk it back. I'd like to apologize to our Irish listener. <laughs> and our Scottish our listener. Irish listener. I feel like golf courses in nature are like the LaCroix equivalent of being a natural beauty. Like it evokes... It's like an essence of like being in the Rockies without actually being... You know what I mean? To be like, oh, this is kind of Scotland. Like, yeah. I'm punching it above my pay grade and weight class. I don't know anything about golf. <laughs> I'm glad we started. <laughs> I did once uh, get my car locked inside of a golf course in Los Angeles. Go. That was kind of nice. cool. 
but check it out. Speaking of cars in LA, uh, I had a Lyft driver today, not to brag, and he was Russian, also sick. And somehow at 10 in the morning, he decided to try to explain to me the structure and context for Chuck Norris jokes, <laughs> which is something I probably haven't thought about in a very long time. In Soviet Russia, Chuck Norris doesn't run those kick you. The, the, the icing on the cake was when he said, he's like, he's like, yeah, in Texas, like we're talking about cars uh, to overshare. I'm all, you know, the van is dead. I need it. I'm going, I'm thinking about cars a lot. So I'm like, how do you like your car? And he's like, oh, it's good. You know, in Texas, they love trucks. Did you ever hear of the show called The Walker, Texas Ranger? And the fact that he had The Walker <laughs> before Texas Ranger, it's like such an honest mistake. But like, that's what comedy is. Because <laughs> you're just imagining a walker, like an old person walker. Yeah. <laughs> the Walker, Texas. Like Nolan Ryan wearing a Texas Rangers jersey in a Walker, being like, "Yes, it is me, the Walker, it's Texas the Ranger. Walker. I'm here to throw it right down the middle." <laughs> Strike one. He still beats the shit out of the guy that comes up to him. <laughs> yeah, that Buzz Aldrin video has been going around again. Yeah, well, where he punches right. the denier in the face. It should Spencer when to take it but, back to this uh, this guy explaining chuck norris jokes to you do you feel like he was uh like russia explaining to you like you're a red-blooded american and this Mm. this guy is gonna come explain to you chuck norris jokes your culture (laughs) honestly dude it was uh i was i was i was just happy (laughs) because i was like i was like i hadn't thought about it as like look at how assimilated i am like let me talk to you about like a 10 year old joke like literally this joke was a form that was already dated by the time that we were right. juniors in high school so like you know how like there's always the, the trope of like it's like how'd you learn to speak english in the soviet union he's like yeah from watching the mtv like <laughs> what if this dude taught himself english from like he Chuck said that to you? did he say that to you he's like, he's like yeah i taught myself from watching the hip-hop videos homie i'm like easy 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 <laughs> <laughs> easy, 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 easy. Spencer, you just gotta pay it forward, and next time you meet a Russian person, you have to you have to America explain Yakov Smirnov jokes to them. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna be like so borscht. So the thing <laughs> right? you gotta know about those jokes <laughs> is that the Soviet Union lost a hockey game. If someone if someone asks you right now, like explain to me the fall of the Soviet Union. <laughs> Like gun is to your head, like what would you say? I think I would say like they like they lost a hockey game and like that was kind of it. Because <laughs> you know people always say like things are bigger than sports. Yeah. Like what's bigger than right. like, the Soviet Union Kurt, falling because you lost? Right, because Kurt Russell <laughs> willed them to a to a victory, willed the U.S. to a victory in a, in a I was gonna say softball in a, in a hockey game, yeah. and uh, and yeah, it was over. That was it. That you know. You recanting the or retelling the plot of Miracle on Ice uh, reminded me that Kurt Russell is not the same person as Dennis. Quaid. Oh, are they not? <laughs> and for for a long period of time, I have to look up what Kurt Russell looks like now because I still just see Dennis. Dennis Thank you, Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Thank you, Dennis Quaid. <laughs> wow, he is so not Dennis Quaid. <laughs> but he could he be. Could. <laughs> 
It's crazy that him right? and that Dennis Quaid and Randy Quaid are more related than Kurt Russell and Dennis Quaid. Yeah, that's that's the craziest Easily. shit. You know, Kurt Russell with a beard looks like a, like an uncanny valley Robin Williams. <laughs> so, what, yeah, what we're it. trying to say it. is, or Bill is, Murray is really and a little bit of Mel Gibson. It's a really slow season in Tigers in Memphis <laughs> Grizzlies. <laughs> news and so we're grasping at straws we had two well, well guys there was a uh gordon let me yeah, just take yeah, it over yeah. for a sec because there was <laughs> there was big news when bluff city so there's i don't know what do they call it the tournament the, like the basketball, the basketball, the basketball tournament. yeah so i so blew off got... a party to watch this game <laughs> spencer that was such a poor so, decision <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good. It was bad. It was very sad to watch. Like, because the thing that sucks the most is, Ron, wait, you explain the basketball tournament and then. So, as best I could tell, because I just watched the latest game where the Memphis team lost, is best I can tell, it's a bunch of regions, mostly of the South, where, uh, like, groups have, like, gotten together, uh, like, basketball players who don't play professionally anymore or they play in europe they're like ex uh college players so like there was a louisiana team where they had like ex players from lsu and then of course you at ull lafayette because because that's that's where that's bullshit it's like we were just a memphis team playing against like louisiana tech uh ull lsu uh, Tulane. I don't know who else know, we would include. Right. Like, there's no. You know what I mean? Like, Martin doesn't have any stellar. <laughs> or like, you know. I mean, Arkansas Little can, Rock. Let's get. We can get Murray State in. Okay. Or we can get totally. Little Rock. You know, like John Morant should have been playing. <laughs> That's dude. <laughs> he won't even play summer league. Awesome. The basketball yeah. tournament. But did you did you see how the how the purse worked for it, Jono? I thought it was like the winners get two million dollars or something like that. But but each player gets a, a different amount of profit share. Oh, interesting. So like for example, on the Memphis Tigers, and it's weird because they list on the website in addition to like who you last played for, like this, that, and the other, like what your 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 profit share would be. For example, uh, NBA champion Memphis Tiger Earl Barron of who won a ring with the Miami Heat. People forget <laughs> that he was going to win about like a hundred k, I think. Whereas you got like, um, how much was D Wash gonna win? Darius Washington, I think two hundred. Former uh, Memphis point guard for those who were born in the last ten you, years or so. You know what sucks about the Darius Washington? Did, did you see the Calkins piece on a uh, Daily yeah. Memphian? Where it's just like the thumbnail is like Darius. Okay, I got two things. So the thumbnail is the Darius Washington like with the jersey pulled over his face because mm-hmm. like for those who don't know, there was a really like intense game the memphis and louisville used to have this insane rivalry we were in seventh grade so that must have been 2002 or three when this happened it's right before the big east uh gets louisville and everybody and they uh memphis has to win the conference usa tournament to go to the big dance we get fouled as darius washington is shooting a three-pointer he has to make all three for us if he makes all three we automatically qualify by winning the tournament and the conference if he doesn't then we have to play in overtime makes the first one misses the second two it's heartbreaking it's like that and the 2008 national championship game are the only two times that i've cried watching a sports game and that's not hyperbole that's just the facts 
So choking and dewash have been synonymous in Memphis. Fast forward. Thanks for st- thanks for hanging in there. <laughs> Stay Fast forward to us. high school. So I am a a fully grown sixteen year old uh, person at a White Station High School basketball game. We're watching the the mighty Spartans. Actually, this was against. Um, I remember this game very vividly. It was against a private school team. Most of the people were at state watching the football team play. Oh. Um, but I hung back, and this was a game where Joe Jackson literally crossed a person over so hard he slid headfirst into his Holy bench. Shit. And like it was either like Briarcrest or ECS or one mm-hmm. of those like fucked Christian schools. <laughs> and just like the satisfaction of watching like he might like this dude had years of his life removed <laughs> from Joe Jackson. Yeah. Anyway, someone's shooting free throws and I start chanting D wash, D wash, because I'm trying to get him to choke. And then this woman sitting in front of us, like at the front of the student section, turns around and's like, "Who was chanting D wash?" And like someone like points at me. And I like, look around. She goes, "She's like holding a very small child," and she's like, "That's this child's like dad, like deadbeat ass dad." I never want to hear his name mentioned around my kid oh, again. <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck." That was, like, a moment where I was, like, heckling isn't a victimless crime. Because, like, to me, I'm trying to be, like, you know, just kind of, like, get under this person, like, tell a little joke and make someone laugh. But this woman was, like, deeply traumatized by, like, this guy who was a celebrity in Memphis for a little bit, had a kid, and then just, like, fucked off to go play overseas. Well, let that be a lesson to you. Yeah. Never heckle. (laughs) (laughs) So, so D-Wash is back in Memphis, or he Ugh. was back playing the basketball tournament, and they lost. They uh, they went a bit cold in the second half. It was a close game, but they lost. So it was just not great basketball either. I mean, it was they're they're great players. Like <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not one to talk because it's not like they owe us great basketball. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah. Disagree, but go on. <laughs> but I had a hard time watching the game, so for I think it's for the best that they bowed out. Do you know who they I had to play in know. the first round? Because there was like Bluff City, and then there was like yeah. the nine oh one. So it was like Willie Kemp, strangely enough, Whoa. former he Memphis Tiger, was on the other team. I don't think so. Hmm. It was either him or Jeremy Hunt. I can't remember. But there was, like, an estranged former Tiger that was, like, on the not-A squad that was playing with, like, people from, like, UT Martin, UT Chat, Hmm. you know, uh, this, that, and the other. But weird concept for a tournament. Because, as Jono said, there are a lot of really out-of-shape people (laughs) masquerading as basketball (laughs) players. Yeah. And by out of shape, we mean in better shape than 99.9% of people right. their age. Just of, not like. Uh, I think we can yeah. speak very confidently. I know we're very anti-analytics, anti-data. 100% of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> could not play in that tournament. Right. right, right. But the fact that it was televised on ESPN is uh, it's an interesting choice. But I watched it. Hey, I watched it. So right. there's. Uh, it's working. There's some viewership, yep. We're, and you know what? We're talking it's about true. it. You know I, you know what I always say? Better any basketball than the Tour de France. God, <laughs> you are so Three right, Jono. Three lips Jonah. to God's ears, Jono. 
Dude, okay, wait. So I was listening to spe- speaking of Letre. I was listening to again like a little overshare listening to NPR the other day and they were talking about why like so apparently there're two people from France that like could win and they have like the chance to be the first like French person in 35 34 years to to win uh Letre. and they we're talking about one of them very positively and he's like a former special forces like french army man and i'm like anytime that someone is like this this athlete like this is what it takes to be a champ they fucking murdered people <laughs> <laughs> like there's that movie the dawn wall about climbing where they talk about how he got like captured by like uh like a militia in like like I don't remember which uh, Eurasian country, but it's like one of the it's like Turkmenistan or something, Hmm. and they're like these mountaineers because like they cut from this documentary from a point where it's like, look at this psycho climbing this mountain. Who would climb a mountain? Cut to news footage of sixteen-year-old this climber being like, yeah, I shoved my captor off of a mountain, and it's like, oh, a guy who murdered a person climbs mountains like this. So when they're like, look at these special forces people in the Tour de France, what you're really saying is, look at these murderers. (laughs) Look at these state-sanctioned hit people (laughs) that are racing bikes. Just uh, just want to shout out, thank thank the troops out there. Uh, (laughs) You know, you're serving so that we don't have to. So thank you. Jono, you see what you get when you mention the Tour de France? Do you see what you get for not talking about basketball? How dare you? Oh, man. Speaking of downhill, who doesn't love riding a bike downhill? (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel like it's fine, Spencer, because everyone who, like, insists on thanking the troops all the time... Um, like it going out of their way to show that they are the ones thanking the troops, right? It's not. It's not. Right. It's, not about, right. it's about me. I am thanking the troops. That's what's great is that we, the NFL, thank the troops, right? We. Right. Are you more thankful? Okay, and this is like a shitty question. Like you see someone in military like drab. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say you were to say thank you, right? You're thanking them to thank yourself. You know what I mean? But when I'm at a restaurant and someone fills up my glass of water, like, that is a heartfelt <laughs> thank you. You've done something for me. I am parched. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't just, like, go out of my way to accost a, uh, somebody wearing a uniform. Hey! Hey, come over here! <laughs> thank you. That's gotta be so, like, weird? I don't know. It's one thing when you, like, I don't know, pay for someone's coffee or something, you know? You're ahead of them in line, or, I don't know. But just, like, coming up and saying thank you, like, I don't, I don't know. know. I, obviously, that? not Is obviously. that a thing? I saw it when I was growing I mean, I think we definitely saw it growing yeah. up. Like, you're ahead of them in line sure, or something. Sure. I mean, people do it for just random people. But, you know, I've definitely seen yeah. it for people of, like, you're at dinner and you see someone in, you know, you know a, a uniform. And they'll be like, "Oh, your check! I got your check, honey. I just gotta go say something. Say what? <laughs> I'll I'll be right back. I just yeah. gotta go say something, honey. Hey, thank you for thank your you service. So for and your meanwhile, service. like whoever you left behind is just head and hands, like he's fucking doing it again. <laughs> both both children like, are just like, why does that do yeah. this every time? But, they're like, but to take it back to France, 
<laughs> those those who uh, who are emphatic, so emphatic about thanking our troops, usually are quick to point out that our troops are the ones or the reason that the French have free land that they're standing on. Um, mm-hmm. Those those mm-hmm. beaches didn't storm themselves. <laughs> Imagine if yeah. they did, though. And I feel like beaches <laughs> frequently storm themselves. If you've ever seen, like, footage that, of a hurricane. That's extremely fair. But <laughs> All those French hurricanes. But it's okay to be disrespectful yeah. to the French military. Gordon, it's really gone. Does it. <laughs> Who do you think is... I think, like, it's... It sucks that... I, I, we're not ESPN, so I don't have to stick to sports. <laughs> So I People won't. Keep, Spencer, the phone lines are lighting up, and they keep everybody. Everybody's texting in. Tell Spencer to stick to sports. And look, I I can't I can't tell the phone lines what to say and not to say. But you know, if you're going to be a was, rebel, I guess you just you know go ahead and don't right, stick so to this sports. One time, you know? Say your piece, and then get say this your one piece time, and then you shut and up. Then, and then we are right back to sports. Oh God! Oh God! Where do I start? Um. Um, okay, wait, well, what if we talked about politics through the lens of sports? So let's say that, you know, like, Jerry Jones or Robert Kraft, it'd be way better if I knew other names of NFL owners. Let's say that these guys, for the sake of the exercise, sure. were massive Trump apologists and supporters. Hypothetically, in a crazy mixed if Tom up Brady world where, where we have a were to have, who's a former game show host, yeah, yeah, let's say that in a bizarro world right. where Tom Brady could have married anyone and chose to marry an Aryan right. model so that they could birth children for him to kiss <laughs> on the lips, in a bizarro world where this is all true, and we, I don't respect the French military. <laughs> 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 I'm so glad it finally came out. <laughs> Spencer, yeah, this, this entire this entire podcast has been a scheme to get you to say that, recorded, and put into an RSS feed, and it's done. We can we can shut it all down now. <laughs> but I'm kind of nervous because now that I've said my piece about <laughs> the laughable French military, <laughs> like, so I'm going to my brother's bachelor party in Maine mm-hmm. this weekend. You know who Maine used to belong to? <laughs> That's true. In, in, indigenous <laughs> people, Native Americans, right? Who you know who? Then it France. Yes. It was once called New France, or as I like <laughs> to call it, shittier Louisiana. I thought you were going to go the route of it used to belong to the Native Americans who allied with the French in that war, and therefore, right. therefore, you, know, you see where I'm going with that through the transitive property. It's a facto the. So if the French, what you're saying is, if the French military was any good, they wouldn't have <laughs> appeased America <laughs> with the Louisiana yes, Purchase. Exactly. They would have stuck up for their former, <laughs> for, for their their former allies, and never sold that to us. Yeah. God, I'm just about to say the dumbest shit. <laughs> who? So who was the? French dignitary that like agreed to sell the Louisiana purchase purchase Jefferson wasn't Napoleon. Oh, I do, honestly don't know. Whoever it is, oh, it's spicy. I can feel it on on the roof of my mouth. <laughs> we talk about Neville Chamberlain. <laughs> people and Czechoslovakia. People come to this podcast 
for Spencer's hot takes on French military and French history. And we have delivered. We have delivered in spades. We have delivered again Ugh. and again. And now, My cup runneth and, over. And look, I'm telling you, the tapes. phone lines are now empty because everyone has shut off their phones. They've gone, this is what we came here for. They came here for me to talk about how Schoolhouse Rock yeah. with the Elbow Room song normalized the idea of the mass eradication of indigenous people through cartoons exactly. and dancing. Every single person who listens to this understands and knows exactly what you're talking about, including me and Jono. We've heard that song. We know it like a back of our hand. We could sing it right now if we wanted to. But we're just choosing elbow not to. room, elbow room. Everyone could use some elbow room. Dude, I think about room. that all the time. Um, I've literally because... never heard that song. I don't think <laughs> it's a song about why did America go west? Right? We were we were on the east. Why did we expand west? Elbow room. Yikes! We need more People space. Need a little more space. Yikes! There was another guy who because said there that. is so it much. It seems a little ahistorical, and like we're not right? going to get into the Civil War here. But yeah, um, I think about that all the time because I like a little bit of space. I live in a city in New York City that's extremely crowded, and I like a little bit of space. So a lot of times in my head, if I'm on the subway, I'm keeping my elbows in tight. Or yeah, like whatever. Even if I'm just like at home here in my apartment, maybe I should keep my voice down because I have neighbors very close by upstairs, downstairs. What if, and what if they are from you know right. France? Right. I don't care where they're from. They could be from. Uh, they can. I don't know. It doesn't. The North you're, Pole. You're Santa trying Claus so hard not to say Nashville. In the off season, and I just I'm just thinking I could use <laughs> a little bit more room. I could use a little other room. So I think back to that song because it was just. It's, it is so historical, though, because, like, if you look at all of the land that the U.S. had prior to the Louisiana Purchase, like, 40% at most is developed and, like, people live in. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't... I think, like, part of the Western expansion slash a lot of it was that they found gold in California. Yeah, duh. <laughs> and then, like, I don't know. There were other things happening. There was, like, a struggle between the slave society in the south and the free labor in the north to to you know eat up more states to get well, more power so I don't on know. the topic of allegedly, of labor and eating no such thing as a free lunch allegedly, allegedly doesn't just <laughs> that's a loaded allegedly dude <laughs> I love the thought of allegedly just being the thing you say to absolve yourself from any from any responsibility for what you say. It's it's a loophole in the libel and slander laws where if, as long as you say it, you're good to go forever. Well, as a lawyer, Gordon, you know this to be Legally, true. Legally, I have to advise you that I am in no way a lawyer. Do you have to say that every time someone says Legally, that you're a lawyer? I have to advise you. But like, okay. It's a yes so, or no so question, you know, Gordon. I know that Spencer's not going to sue me, right? If I tr- let's see, I trust We'll see about that. Spencer and I have a blockchain. I, I trust Spencer, he's not going to sue me. <laughs> so what don't I say it, is, whenever I want to say We're in stealth mode, John. Edit that out. Edit that out, John. I want to <laughs> say, all I have to do is say, Spencer has alleged that, and then I can say whatever I want. Ugh. Gordon, is that legally circular? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> 
I can just say from a layman's point of view that yeah, that's circular as hell. But what I can't tell you, what I can't give you is any sort of legal opinion, and I need to make that very clear. Gordon, as a circuit court justice for the southern region of the United States, is that is that defamation? Oh well. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. Tune this in next been, time to figure been, out if Gordon still has a job. This, <laughs> this has been your uh, comprehensive and encyclopedic compendium of everything Grizzlies and Tigers, uh, as well as your introduction <laughs> to all things Memphis. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for listening, uh, and uh, we'll be back with an evergreen podcast. I, th- I think uh, on Tim Tebow on our on our kneeling Jesus Tim Tebow. God, fucking hate <laughs> Tim Tebow. That's a little preview for, for all you uh, folks out there. Not at Jono, Jono, where's Tim Tebow now? Ooh, last yeah. I saw him, he was in the Mets farm system. I don't think he was playing mm. for, God, I for sure the Westchester Mets, but he was somewhere. He's down there. Does, it, gonna... does it get mm. worse? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Dante's Inferno. What circle of hell is single A Mets farm system? Man, I, that's uh, I feel like that's a level, like a I I only know the Richter scale. I I think I think it's about a five and a half. Oh, the Richter scale. The Andy. Keep Richter in mind scale. the Richter scale is yeah. logarithmic. So, <laughs> of course, of course. You're you're talking over my head, Gordon. Before we go, I got one more thing I want to share with you. So Jono knows this. There's another group chat okay. that for the old housemates from once when once one upon once upon a time we were we yeah. lived together. Uh, so my friend is uh, he bleached his hair recently, oh, and in solidarity, <laughs> the person who was bleaching his hair said, "Would you like me to put anything <laughs> in your hair?" And I said, "That sounds like fun." <laughs> and she says, "What about a heart?" And I said. That sounds pretty cool, you know? My mom put a pink streak in her hair once. I'd love to be inspired by my mom. Uh, so she did, and I want to show you what it looks oh, like. Because I asked for a heart, and this is what I got. <laughs> is you can kind of see it. For, for the listeners at home, it is... Uh, I don't it know is, what it quite it is. It is very, very graciously, or like... <laughs> Like, giving it the most benefit of the doubt, that is a triangle, <laughs> and that is. But yeah, what so is much what is a tri- what is a heart but a triangle with with a little dimple true. in it? That's mm-hmm. so true. You look like who's the guy in the NBA with the 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 bleached little thing of hair like this? You know what I'm talking about? Is it? Um, oh yeah. Oh, God. Shoot. Oh, uh, it's not Schroeder. Yeah, no Schroeder. Yeah, no Schroeder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Gordon. With that little piece of basketball now. That, no, but I mean, I was like thinking of how fortunate I was that I don't go to, I don't live in Memphis right now, because like if I was like, be like, like, dude, I would get like, yeah, what, checked what looking ass would you be? Would you be like, dude? I got one from Keon that was just like, he, dude, Keon just like, like, ri- like five in a row. I can't repeat most Good. of them, but one of them was like, like failed. What was it like? failed incision point lobotomy looking at 
And I was like, damn. And he's like, yo, I feel like I got to do community service for having looked at this picture. That's how offensive your hairstyle is. What are, what's like the thing that they used to put on? Uh, it's like iodine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also turns out you can't eat the hair bleach either. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> Did they offer you some? It just looked like frosting and I was left unsupervised. <laughs> <laughs> on that note I want to know alright any of our listeners are uh, neurologists out there we want to talk to you desperately what? <laughs> hit up the phone lines blow, blow us Call up and explain to us why if something looks like food we strongly believe that it is food dude don't get me started on this. When I was this a kid, this could be our second evergreen episode. We've already previewed the. When team. I was a kid, do y'all, do y'all remember going to like birthday parties as a yes, kid? Go on. Sure. Okay, sick. And you remember that you get the little goodie yes. bags. This is not a joke. This is something that I did every single time I got a goodie bag for probably three years and was sorely disappointed each time. You remember they'd give you those little gummy erasers that had, like, rainbows or smiley yep. faces? In cartoons, that is what candy looks like. And without fail, every goodie bag that I ever received, the first thing I did was, like, maybe this time it'll be different. And I just took, like, a solid bite out of this eraser. And I'd always just taste, like, the crumbly rubber, spit it into my hand. My mom would look at me and be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, I thought it was gum. She's like, when has that ever been gum? And I'm like, never, but I thought today was... So, John, let's talk to some neurologists, because... Phone in. We want to hear from you. Because either I'm a fucking idiot, which I am, and not disputing, or there's something to this. Is, is the word... So, goodie bag is obviously the correct way to say it, but is party favor... Is that a southern thing, or is that just a thing? I thought goodie bag was more southern. <gasps> Yeah. It is. Okay. I don't know. I've heard both. What do you think? Gordon, Cause... you're 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 qualified as a lawyer to speak about this. <laughs> I've heard both. I don't know. I, I I feel like I don't know if one okay. is more southern than the other. Party favor feels more feel like, like sophisticated and like adult. Party yeah, favor. Party favor. Mm, yes, grab a party favor on the way out from the Wellfeet mm. Inn. Whereas I just remember as a kid, I heard people say party favor, and I thought to myself, that better be a fucking goodie bag. Dude, you know who Cause... I bet you heard that at? Like, northern-ass, mm-hmm. like, Jewish Memphis mm-hmm. parties, where, like, one of all of our parents inevitably is from another part of right. the country. So I think that's like carpetbag addiction, just being like, enjoy a party favor. Whereas at Gordon's parties, would be like, y'all don't forget to grab you a don't goodie grab bag. Good bag. Good bag. But all right now. I don't know. I don't know. Memphis, Memphis Jewish community is yeah. pretty southern. That's true. But I feel like when you, I feel like the most expats that I've met have been through the Memphis Jewish community. I think that's right. Look, could be, let's could be fair. Could be true. Let's be clear. <laughs> It is. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. The American Jewish experience begins in New York City and Baltimore. (laughs) Lesser so. I can't Uh, tell what stereotypes these are. Anytime I've I've started saying, I think since I moved in to close to live close to Occidental, which I have started to call the Barack Obama two-year vocational school. 
you just call it accidental to people who are like clearly go to the school who are walking in your neighborhood just roast them like, oh you go to accidental nice i was an accident too <laughs> we got a lot in common uh can i buy weed from you <laughs> <laughs> but ever no for real though ever since i moved closer to occidental i've started sentences with let me be clear more that's where so it came maybe from maybe he just is something in the water that's where it came from he just i mean he, he picked it up there maybe he had a professor you yeah know? and you're seeing that professor now <laughs> in my dreams what if the professor from and one mixtapes was the person who taught barack obama to say let me be clear <laughs> You got like the MC being like that professor, and then he's like, "Let me be clear, crosser." <laughs> Speaking of that era of basketball things, I saw something. I can't remember if it was uh, JB on Twitter or somebody else, but they were like, <laughs> it was a picture of like a, a like nice day at dusk, and somebody was like, "Who just got a gay breaker at NBA Street?" <laughs> I was like, that is. The it most- doesn't make sense to me. There, if, if if EA is remaking Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, would it kill them to remake NBA Street Volume 2? Like, and put the new players on and everything. Or Give SSX. Give me Ja and JJJ in that, in that game, and we will dominate everything. Okay, imagine you have an NBA Street lineup that's Triple J, Ja Morant, and Brandon Clark. And Dylan Brooks? Well, it's, it's three on three, so oh, you, right, would, right, right. you would come off the bench. What do we think about Jonas? Jonas? What's our Jonas? Antetokounmpo? Jonas? Antetokounmpo? <laughs> not, 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 not Jonas. Jonas. I don't know who Jonas is. Valanchunas. Oh, Valanchunas. Yeah. Oh, I, I, JV. Yeah, JV. Cause I, is he on the team still? I believe yeah. we signed him. Yeah, yeah. we re-signed him. He's going to be... So, like, I brought him up. I was talking basketball to uh, some college friends, not Memphis people, the other day. And they were like, who's Memphis have anyway? So I was like, oh, man, we got loads of guys. We got, uh, you know. <laughs> we, loads of guys. <laughs> yeah, we got John Morant. We got, we got JJ. We got, you know, Brandon Clark's looking good in the summer league. And then I was like, and we got Jonas. And they were like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, big, just big white guy. That's, yeah, Jonas. Oh, nice. You got the, a big white guy. I'm like, that's so disrespectful. Yeah, you know who, yeah that is so disrespectful. He's actually, Jonas is actually you know really the good. most effective. Do you know who the most efficient player in, like, per history is? Jonas Valanciunas? Uh, is it Jonas Valanciunas? Oh. No. But it's another big, like, weird... It's actually a bigger, weirder Larry white Bird. guy. No. <laughs> he's, he's slightly smart. Wait, so uh, the, yeah. the most efficient player? Pau Gasol. Yeah. No. And it's, and it's a white think, guy? I can't think... Think more... Dirk looks like a big guy someone from a harry potter movie oh is it um uh uh uh, uh the denver nuggets phenomenon no Jokic? Good guess. i don't know his, his name Nikola Jokic? Nikola, Nikola yeah Jokic. Jokic. yeah it's, it's not Jokic. because he's it's not the only bigger and whiter person i can think of dude it's hiding in plain really? sight it starts with a bow and ends with a bond Bobon. <laughs> like, Bleacher Report at some point in the past, like, two to three months was, like, actually the most efficient player in the last 15 years per minutes on the floor, like, per average, is Bobon. Is Bobon on the Sixers now? Yeah, he got traded to be, to be reunited, so Bobby and, Bobby and oh Toby... 
Also, that is the all. all that right. is the all uh, uh, social media, all Twitter team, right there. Anyway, okay. I think this is it. I think this is it. We have really done our di- our darndest to make this as borderline <laughs> listenable as possible. So, if you're still listening. Uh, like, subscribe, give us a five-star rating, leave a My comment in the comment section, subscribe on iTunes, wherever you find your podcasts. And if you are still listening, the f- third person to give a five-star rating and leave a five-star comment will get access to, drumroll please... My checking account. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Keep it in mind, folks. Gordon, is that a binding contract as a as a lawyer? Did I just fuck? As a lawyer, one hundred percent, that is fully binding. Let the record reflect that Gordon has represented himself as a practitioner God of damn the law. It. He got me. God damn it. <laughs> All right, folks, we, we got a, we got a lot. This of is gotcha journalism. Oh, so much. Just rustling of papers. So, so much rustling of Hi, papers. Um, yeah. Can we get a meow, John? Right, He's talking, been quiet today. I will get the cat. So just a little bit of filler, and then we can get Please a meow get in here. All right. <laughs> All right. Gordon, so what I want to leave you yes. with is... Um, oh, we got that meow in there, I, though. I hear a little. They got a little squeak. Got a little squeak. I hear a little squeak from a, a little squeak from a big guy, Ooh. dude. Okay, wait. I'll wait for John to yes. come back because he's back. There is a lift story. John, let me see that cat. I want you hey. to get this cat. Hey, hey there's Rusty. Rusty. Good meow, Rusty. That's what John. they pay for. John, get your headphones on. Jono, put them headphones. I'm, on. I'm pantomiming headphones. Turn my headphones up. I got my best little guy, Rusty, okay. here. Okay, you back? Our audio engineer and saboteur. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, Rusty. Right. See you later, Rusty. He's like, yep, that's me. There's one thing I want to end on, which is another lift conversation with a driver. Do not remember how we got here, but she was from, from Florida. I came out that I was from Memphis and just like I was texting not really paying attention and then all of a sudden she goes yeah I, I like from an awkward silence or not just like a silence in the ride she goes yeah I have to say probably the most like fucked up thing I ever saw when I was living in Florida was when I walked outside and a man blew his wife's head off with a shotgun what? and I was like pardon <laughs> And then I started recording it on my phone because I was like, this is just ridiculous. And she was like, yeah, like I walked outside, the whole block was surrounded by cops. And like, yeah, like I can never unsee that. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. And she goes, <laughs> all right, well, we're at your destination. Have a good one. <laughs> and just like pushed me out into the world. And I'm like, this woman just graphic. I, I spared a lot of yeah. details in this retelling, but like, how do you do that? <laughs> like, because clearly she just wanted to tell yeah, that's someone. that's true. She, I mean, she was like our parents' age. Like, she's been carrying... I yeah. mean, I'm sure she's told other people. That's tough, man. Fuck. Miami, dude. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going <laughs> to... 
I guess I kind of just did what she did to me, which is like, hey, perfect. listeners, here's a really horrible story. It's a perfect way to go out, really. <laughs> um, the gift it keeps so, giving. So, with that, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, class dismissed. Say it, Gordon. Class dismissed. Thank you.